right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Uncle Buck's House. Uh, as always, I got my brother Nick in the co-pilot chair. How you doing, man? What's up, man? Good doing to good. see you. Um, and we've got BJ as always on the ones and twos. You doing all right over there? Rocking yeah. and rolling. Yes, sir. Uh, and we also have in studio uh, someone who was on the show last night at the flyover. We had a great time. We had uh, uh, a a hot crowd, and uh, the and the comics all all did great. Uh, Mr. Jay Hunter is uh, in from Detroit. Uh, he's hanging around and doing the show with us today. We are very very happy to uh, have you in studio. How you doing, man? No, I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. For real, seriously. Was, just, that, was that supposed to be like Birdman or something? That, no, that's how that's how I that's how I get these uh, bitches. Can I say bitches? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, a, that's, no, that's, yeah. That's no a, language restrictions here. Yeah, it's it's a bird call. And a, I'm out here. What's up? Hollow. <laughs> chirp, chirp. Um, so before we dive into any real topics or anything, uh, I want to show you guys this video that I found that might be the next songbird of our generation, you guys. Um, her name is Sarah Brand. And uh, I'm just going to see, you know, I want to see all three of your guys' initial reaction to this video. And uh, I just don't know how, you know, anything else can compare moving forward. So let's just go ahead and see what we got here. The song is called Red Dress. Interesting. I mean, just the way what? she holds her voice is so powerful. I don't know if I've heard anyone sing this good in my entire life. I'm just wondering, did I do something to offend you? <laughs> what the fuck is going on right now? Okay. Obviously, this is the worst singing I've seen in a long time. But what's blowing my mind is the production value in this video. And let's go ahead and pause this. Why BJ. are there six hundred thousand views? Because it's so bad. See, that's very unfortunate. Like how our society is operating. Like, because bad is getting rewarded. Yeah, and it started with reality TV. And sure, just absolutely. Gonna, six nine. Yeah, just but it's it's just a big down. Oh, like before. <laughs> I mean. I smelled it as soon as we, like, hello 2000s and Y2K didn't happen. Yes. And everyone just started licking windows and collectively doing <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Like, like that was utterly awful. And people are watching, <laughs> like, American Idol, and it's like someone's in there and they're like, William I Hung. Want a fame? Wait a second. Hold on. I don't yeah, know if yeah. we got the memo. William well, Hung played the Indiana State Fair. That's what I, it, 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 it. I don't I just I it, it take it takes away from everything but something about this video screams to me um, like like you know like there's cries for help but this one's like a hit me my with dad has money oh it was hit me with <laughs> hit me with your vehicle like that because like someone said yeah we got it hey yeah. guys hey guys we're, we're and I mean this is like post-production they're like exactly they're like Yes. That mix is mastered. That was a mastered mix right there. Like like someone was like, someone is sitting in the studio, uh, hopefully making hundreds of dollars an hour, if not like a thousand dollars an hour to be like, yeah, you definitely uh, are singing very well. That Keep was, it going. That was punched up. Yeah. This is, this is a result of a father and a mother not telling their daughter when they do something bad. She's, she could never do anything wrong as a kid. What am I doing here? 
letting someone else steer i guess but look I, at the people in the pew they're they're looking at her like what is going on right now i think they can hear it i think so <laughs> the that one lady right there has the right uh her, right here right in behind uh, her looks like uh, her focus. she has the right idea she's Sleep. trying to ignore it yeah. yeah she's just like this is sucks so bad She's getting, hopefully getting paid to well, be there. Well, here's something very interesting about Sarah. Uh, she's a sociology student studying a Master of Science in sci Sociology at the prestigious Oxford University. Lee and Veers asked, is this what? a social experiment? Negative. <gasps> Negative. This oh, is I, a social experiment. Negative. Negative. Because here's the, here's the thing that's killing me right now. She knows everything that we're talking about right now. Exactly. You already said Oxford. I was like, all right. Yeah. And I'm now I'm like pissed. I mean, that would uh, explain like the Templar chair in there too. But but social experiment, like I'm something's telling me she also can actually sing and probably it, mm. and all this is as staged as it can be. Like just enough so it's not like hacky. And just to see what it will do. Like if it oh God, this is hurting me <laughs> what else does it have on sarah over there uh so basically newsweek spoke to gordon um Gronbach, the hired freelance videographer for red dress who said there's no hints of the song being a joke but added that he was not involved in planning before so he was just hired to be on set to film the Oh, to film the video. And it makes sense. That's how you yeah. would do it. If yeah. you want to keep a nice little secret. Exactly. You get couldn't get someone to do this. Yeah. You can't be like, hey, here's the song, the video I want to do. They'd be like, no, immediately. Then so you hire a guy to walk into a blind job, like, okay. And do a good job. And and, and so, he so does nail the, the production value. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the, you know, like the acting and then but and then someone went back in and edited it, and it's someone that might be in on it because there there's like it's professional, but then what are you highlighting? Yeah. Yeah. So is she like trying to prove that uh, anything with a um, like some kind of manipulated? Um, yes. Image. Well, not necessarily image, but like a manipulated idea that's already set in like. So the song is the song, but there is an idea about why the song was made. And in this case, it would be a social experiment. But, but yeah. what is what is that idea? Like, what is she trying to prove by uh, this? She, I, 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 I swear I, she has to be getting into the simplicity of people. Well, and I, I think she may actually uh, one of the things that I'm kind of taking away from it. And I can't speak, obviously, to her intentions, but <clears throat> yes, you can. If, if no. <laughs> it, it, well, I mean, but it's kind of like we we're rewarding both ends of the spectrum. You're either horrible or you're amazing, and you're going to get clicks either way. Mm, you know, no one in the fresh. middle. No one in the middle. Exactly. Froggy Fresh was only a thing because of how like people made fun of him. That's P very people, true. Yeah, you you can you can get popular faster Matter by fact, being made fun of. Almost you know that Froggy might be fresh? the whole point. You don't know Krispy Kreme because he's. Ooh. You're not from. Is uh, he a voiceover guy? No, no he's <laughs> he's a he's a white rapper, and he so so a lot of people thought that he had like don't do that kind of me. mental disorder. Uh huh. But he doesn't. A he's 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 a normal like we. I looked him up recently. Like it was this was a few months ago uh -huh. just to see where he was at. He's worth a f almost a million dollars, and he just comes out with 
songs on YouTube. That's all yeah. he does. And he plays piano and sings, and like he's he's, he's actually not a relatively bad musician. talented. Yeah, but like he got his start by like he he got famous initially from Tosh Point because uh, Tosh took a video of his song, uh, song called "The Baddest," and the the song is hilarious I as a comedic am song. The baddest man alive. That's not the that's not the lyric at all. But <laughs> uh, yes, it is. Uh, no, it's not. I <laughs> I swear I could, I could do the whole first verse right now, no. but I'm not going to. Yes, no. you are. Anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, the song was so bad and it's like such a like, uh, it's, it's definitely like, but he doesn't like curse in his raps and it's done as a parody. And I guess we, we did found out it was listed under comedy records, right? Yeah. Like it was sold under comedy records, which makes it make sense. If he tried to put it in like real charts, it would, it would obviously not go anywhere, but it makes sense that this guy was writing this stuff as comedy because it's, it's written in, it, it, if it's not satire, how the hell did it get made? It's kind yeah. of the way, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, which, and if you which can, I think this is kind and of. And if same you thing. can create satire, there is like some artistic value. Like oh, I, for sure. So like I would, I, I, I would, I would get with this. She except up, I wouldn't get with this. She did open mics at UC Berkeley, and she would she would go there and perform and stuff like that. So it wasn't she just showed up on set. So in the past, she had did. Well, they're calling it what's called outsider music. Huh. So, wait, could you, so could it's you, like purposely could, bad is kind of what wait, I, if you, I I I <laughs> if if like uh, I guess like the sound the sound bite would be I our soul I I, <laughs> I, I don't know like I I I where is our soul going I yeah. don't know well see I mean I think that because popularity is now king well yeah. i mean yeah in, in the in the days of in the nowadays of monetizing clicks like yeah for sure but at the same time like uh uh does it say what she's trying to achieve or what the goal of the experiment is no but she she studies religion okay at, religion and politics at oxford okay which this is in a church yeah and i was kind of listening to the lyrics but i just couldn't get over the voice so <laughs> but, but i think lyrics. she's she she's she's taking the piss at some type of religious thing like what like even if you were to take the metaphor like kind of out of it talking about like the the red dress she is playing at temptation uh you know uh these things that sh it shouldn't be in the church. I mean, the red dress, that, that whole thing is like uh, the whole Lilith, um, the whole Lilith persona in the church, yeah. the, the red dress in the church. And like you the said, the red chair with the Templar there cross was, on Yeah, it. there was Templar cross up there. So, I mean, now that BJ pointed this out, just it was kind of like Froggy Fresh. Like when you when you hear what he what he was doing with the music and you go back and watch it, just completely trolling the whole rap game about what they're talking about what they're doing and but is it in good? some sense like lyrically we'll see so well, it is but it isn't like like yeah. they, like, it's like stupid lyrics like one of the songs was um i have 400 houses with 400 mouses i have 400 cars and 400 guitars i've made out with so many girls i've made out with every girl in the world so like he's exaggerating like a lot of Hip hop artist, yeah. too, but he's taking it so extreme that like That's it's meant girls, to be satire. Though. Exactly, exactly. It's like, so extreme think, that it has to be a joke. It's kind of weird. Wouldn't you think like his lips would be tired? For sure, <laughs> absolutely. And, and he even like, said that Jay Z couldn't. And if he's what, made out with every he's, girl in the world, he's made out with all of our you know respective women in our lives. Mom, he no, no, friends, no, he's you know. made out with his mom. Exactly. His mom is <laughs> a girl. Sister, cousins. Yeah. Sister, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, in some place. So he's he's from Michigan too, though. 
So are you from Michigan? No, I'm from Cleveland. Oh, you're from yeah. Cleveland. Okay, but you a, just live a, up in... Especially, yes, I'm from Cleveland. You know, like, because of this revelation. Uh, and and when, I'm, when I'm, like, in Michigan, like, I usually say, like, I'm from Cleveland, you know, but because yeah. they, they, they just go all of Ohio and they go, boo. I'm like, yeah. Cleveland is Detroit's little cousin. Stop. Yeah. Pretty much. Stop. So, uh, so being from Cleveland and you're, you're mainly out of Detroit now. Uh, so what, what was, uh, the thing that, that was there something that brought you to, to Detroit about comedy or did you find yourself wanting to try comedy in Detroit? Uh, the, the job brought me to Detroit and then. Um, circumstance brought me to comedy. Cool. So, like, um, being from Cleveland, I was able to kind of go back and hit Cleveland open mics around an area that was kind of familiar, knew where I was going, easy to like reach out to people. Hey, I'm from here. Sure. You know, this, that, and the third. And then getting my foot in the door in like the Detroit area was um, tough in a sense, but it, it sparked the travel bug that's inside of me sure so like yeah i tell people i'm a you know detroit comic but you know it's kind of a <laughs> technicality yeah because what does that even mean yeah for sure well and and it also you know is uh uh is something to you know be said that, that there's definitely a difference between someone who uh started in where they grew up you know what i mean like yeah. like and and so uh to kind of be from somewhere else and then just find yourself here starting comedy wherever here may be um definitely think i, I think could put a interesting perspective because you have an outsider's view of the environment so you may observe things in detroit that people from detroit maybe just see as regular life that you yeah. have a different take on being from elsewhere and actually uh before we started bj had a story uh, about detroit uh and i was like you know what? we should save it for when jay's here oh, to, to see to see uh, how how you react so i haven't even heard this story i, I work in detroit um I, i'm a market development manager for a wireless company and we have stores in detroit hmm. uh one of them is on eight, uh, eight mile and Gratiot. Yep. Um, and then one of them's on Dequinder, and one of them is on a uh, little bit further, right by the other eight mile and Gratiot. Right, it's kind of like there's like a little triangle. We went up there Sunday night, took a team with me to do some hiring, training, training motivation, um, and then so Monday morning we got up and I was like, all right, let's go to breakfast, guys. This is what you're going. A phone starts blowing up with my boss, my boss's boss, the owners. And I'm like, I've only been here like eight hours. Like, what could have happened? Three stores were robbed in one night. Jesus. It was an inside job. Oh, oh shit. So they had keys. They knew how to turn off the power. They knew how to do all this stuff, right? But what happened at on day one, I was able to find a little bit of film that wasn't cut off. And then I noticed about this person's SUV, and I'm like, wait a second. I know that SUV because they had, like, police inceptors oh, uh, rims. Yeah. You know, black and with a little with silver. With a little silver one yeah. on it, yeah. Uh, and that's not common on the top. I like to call those uh, anxiety inducers. Yeah. That's what I call those. So, notice it. Turn, turn it over to the cops. Um, and, I, and I drive back over to 8 Mile, and then I'm taking a picture of, like, this person's car. Send the other guy in so I can see if the disguise is in the car. Find out there's like three kids chilling in the car while she's at work. And so, you know, it was like 98 degrees, but she had Fuck. the car. She had the car on though. It was good. You know, I, I, there's a gas station next door. We're good. And uh, 
And so on Wednesday, uh, we get a call from the detective like, hey, we got the warrants. We're going to go get her. All right, cool. Where do you want me to be? It's like, hey, park behind the Burger King on Grasha and Eight Mile. So we're sitting there with the detectives. They're in plain clothes. And then and then uh, the one detective is your ter- typical jacked up detective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's go. And, and the other guy was real calm. Real do cool. it, dude. Yeah, the other guy was real great, real calm, real yeah. respectful. And she shows up. So they go in and arrest her, right? <laughs> and then uh, she denies everything. And then they're like, because my bosses knew it was her. They thought it was her. They wanted me to talk to her and confront her. She had an unregistered gun in her car, hmm. and she already had a previous gun charge. Hmm. I was Dang. like, nah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. And I said, I'm, I, this is where I, I said this. and Great hiring and, practices. And, and tra- the guy with me, Tracy, he's black. But he's nervous as hell the hood because he's never spent time in the hood. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I spent I spent decades there, so it, it doesn't scare me. That's right? what, it's, yeah. it's like like uh, like people need to get it. Like the skin color only goes so yeah, far. Yeah. Right. Exactly. In in all directions, it's like you know getting pulled over. Yeah. It's like oh, a white guy who grew up in the hood feels more comfortable than a black guy who didn't. Absolutely. He took yeah. his jewelry off the next day. Didn't wear it. He was all shook. Yeah. And then uh, <sighs> so. They arrest her and they arrest her daughter who happens to be special needs. Oh, I was like, oh god, this is. I was just like, at some point, I have kids and she I was, was just she like, she was the ringleader what, though. Yeah, why they arrest the daughter? She, well, she they just took of? they took her until someone could come get her. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, okay. they didn't arrest her. They weren't going to leave a special. Oh, needs. they detained her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, thank God they didn't leave a special needs one. Yeah, in the for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then so I, I, I'm imagining she's <laughs> been over a car with the cuffs like. <laughs> Never mind. Go Jesus, but I'm not gonna go. I saw the other hand. No, I'm not gonna go there. Go ahead, get canceled. No, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. bad self. So they take her away, and all of a sudden I see this white backpack. Here's where the story gets interesting. Besides robbing three of the stores, because they they knew I was coming up. It's like, hey, if we're gonna rob him, we need to tonight. Because he actually does his job. <laughs> He'll be checking shit. Huh. So true story. And uh, so fucking god damn it there's a backpack yeah and i was like so there, i have a photo on my phone i'll show you after the show so i look down i just see a bunch of cash and then i'm like uh-oh and i'm like evidence yep there was so much cash i hadn't seen that much cash in a while since i worked at my last job and then there's just tons so i kept pulling out cash cash and just so much cash fourteen thousand five hundred dollars damn it and plus the two iphones linked to the other store so i have hard proof now she did that it, it came from the store so she's not gonna get she's gonna get hit with three robberies the gun charge oh whatever my god but when i first looked in there I, I went outside smoked a cigarette and i was like wait a second and i was just like okay like i really don't want to be brought into this court case because she's already shot someone before Ooh, yeah damn. you don't want your name on a she shot her baby daddy Damn, Damn, this girl is well, a gangster. That's what that's what I was talking about. Everybody's like, I'm hard. Like, no, this lady is hard. Yeah. Like she she robbed three places by herself, keeps a gun in her car, and not afraid to shoot people. Uh, with her kids there. With her kids in the car. Yeah, she yeah. 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 I'm not saying she's like like someone to look up to, but I'm saying that she, if she says she's gonna do something, she's gonna do it. Well, yeah. Well dedication. That's yeah. probably what got her the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was employee of the month. <laughs> I'm not joking. I saw the plaque. Well, that's oh my Actually, that's genius. If you're going to rob a place, be employee of the month. So, well, it, but she 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 already exercised dedication. That's like yeah. like like several times. So I called the detective and I'm like, hey, you need to get back here right away. I said I found a backpack with a bunch of cash. 
weed, which is legal. And then he's like, yeah, you can do whatever you want with the weed. That's literally what he said. He's like, whatever you want to do. No, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Like, it, it didn't smell like weed. It smelled like it had been in her butt crack. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, uh. how, that's how you know it's... It probably had an... It, it was probably purchased illegally in a legal state. Yeah. Like, it was probably that bad. Yeah. Well, he was in Michigan. It's but legal. That's what I'm saying. That's well, yeah, but I'm saying... I, well, I mean, like, it was it in, like, a legal container? No, it was. Oh like, yeah, like like I'm saying, I'm it saying was just she laying, it was it, it was just laying in her purse, like not in uh, any packaging. I got you. Like, just loose, just in nugs yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> like like it was pennies at the bottom of her purse. <laughs> she, she, she just goes in there oh and reaches out, pulls a nugs. She got she got purse weed. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> so and then I call the detective. I got and, a purse nug. And all of a sudden I get a text message because I'm only telling this story on this show. I'm not telling on any of my other shows because people from work might listen to it. My owner who's Hispanic, both of them, nice, great guys, who said, who has the money? I need you to go deposit that. Uh, what? For, first of all, that's, first of all, I already called the cops. It's so, theft. It's evidence. And I didn't tell them how much money was in it. 14, I, so I'm counting 15 grand in the back of a store on 8 Mile and Gratiot. He knows the area. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous. You should. I'm nervous. As I'm like, well, no. and, he, and the other guy had me count. He's like, 24. I said, count 25. He's like, why? He's like, that's $500. It'll go faster. I never thought of that. <laughs> Did you ever think about not one not being like? I'm just not going to ask this question. I'll ask you later, like who had the gun? You know, because my while th- you were doing that shit, because I I wouldn't. My thought process was somebody else knows about this money and it's there and they're coming, so I'm calling the cops. Yeah, and come to find out. Um, and then I talked to Nate Robinson, funny comedian. And uh, Oh, yeah. Shout out get, to Nate Robinson. Nate goes, man, you stupid. I go, why am I stupid? He goes, man, you should have just did like a grab bag worth of some cash, stuck in your pocket, count the rest, and call the cops. I was like, I can't do that. I was like, the camera's right on me. He's like, ah, you can turn those things off. <laughs> <laughs> How did the cops not see the Hired bag? immediately. Well, because they, this, because that, they never walked to the back room. Not some, and mm. it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a crime scene, right? So, right. So it, it's like it, if you're extracting somebody, they're just there to get and that they've, person. And they've already they've already been in that store because those got robbed, so they're fingerprinted, went through the store and everything. Yeah. So I found that two iPhones, but my boss was telling me to, my owner's telling me to deposit it. So you I, legally cannot. I cannot. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's evidence now. because think the about money's it. insured as well. It's going to be replaced. Yes, yeah, so which means I'm part of insurance fraud. I'm part of uh, uh, evidence tampering. And then, um, and then the case could have got thrown out. And obstruction of justice. Yeah, yeah. I don't love my job that much. For sure. And this Damn, sounds son. this this sounds like an incident from uh, a show called Good Girls. I don't don't know if y'all have ever seen that. It's called an incident. BJ almost left Detroit like four days early. <laughs> so uh, so in Good Girls, this same scenario happens. The lady, because you said that this girl had a special needs daughter. Well, this lady is not. She doesn't have a special needs daughter, but her daughter has like a heart defect. And her husband is, uh, he like does security. Like they don't have the money to for the pill to, to like save her life. Yeah. So her and two other girls, the the show is about them doing illegal shit like robbing gas stations and yeah. banks and shit so that they can live and and her daughter can live. And the whole meaning of the movie is or the 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 show is you know are they morally okay? for doing this because a lot of times they're robbing people that are hurting people they have they kill some people in the shows and all the people they kill are are like people that kind of deserve it of course but like 
obviously i don't i don't know this girl's situation she knew she had a case but, she knew she had a case yeah. coming because they were going to arrest she knew that and so she was trying to get that money probably for either to get bailed out because she told the cops the detective told me said she said i'll tell you whatever i need if i can get out today and they're like you can get out today so she was she wanted to go back she and said the backpack money. was not hers but someone else told them that it was so they were looking for the backpack they were, they basically knew the amount that was supposed to be in there, so I've been screwed no matter what. Yeah. And then I felt like I did the right thing, and then people in this phone conference made me feel like an ass. I was like, fine, next time I ain't calling none of you. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to call you, Jose, and say, hey, I found 15 grand. You get 10. I keep five. I mean, I, it, so you go back to doing the right thing you were talking about earlier, and I'm like, what's the point? Because everybody made me feel like an ass. Yeah. It, it, it's That's because they're cartel. Well, I mean, they're on. They're, they're really on some. They're on some shit. Yeah, like they they were on some shit, and that's not the right thing. Like, especially since what, uh, putting you in that situation. Hey, you were supposed to. Hey, go fuck yourself. Like, you, yeah. go fuck yourself. One, Detroit, dangerous that area. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's one. Uh, depositing something that's potentially like you're not a lawyer you're not you don't know where the bounds of the law you only find that out later like looking it up so in the heat of the moment uh touch shit after i was just sitting with detectives so that's like two strikes and then deposit you come down here and deposit it go yeah, your money yeah fuck yourself but the detective had my back which is really cool because sometimes cops can you know cannot be the funnest to be around yeah i said hey i'm in a predicament they want me to deposit this money and he's like he goes to does your does your cameras uh, pick up sound i was like no he's like i'll tell them that we when we knew was hearing the amount you're good don't worry about it he's like and so that way no matter what they, then my owners call me back and apologize yeah because they someone spoke reason to them yeah i don't know what it is in guadalajara but <laughs> up here it's called oh, tampering I'm, oh i yeah. know what it is in guadalajara <laughs> it's called fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. it, it's called all yeah. right we had a good year yeah. <laughs> well and, and it's crazy in those situations uh like nick were you with us when we found that wallet in minneapolis or was no, that just me? No, you told and, me that story. Yeah, we were, uh, me and um, two of my buddies were up in uh, Minneapolis visiting um, another, well, me and, and a buddy were visiting another buddy, and we were out to a baseball game, and after the baseball game, we went and got a beer and a pizza, whatever. And, uh, you know, it gets to be about 1, one thirty in the morning, we're getting ready to head back to the house, and uh, on our way back to the parking garage, we um, are walking past, you know, a little foyer there where it has the parking kiosk, uh, and up there, the um, because it's so damn cold in the winter they make you everything is indoor parking and they uh uh, make you pay for everything inside um as opposed to like street parking so um we go to the parking kiosk and we're like trying to figure out if we need to you know pay or anything we look up on top of the kiosk and there's a wallet and it's open loaded with cash id credit cards like it's almost like someone got wasted and just put it up there to pay for their parking and then just forgot to grab their wallet when they went to their car yeah um and so we open it up and we look at the guy's id and we're trying to find some way to identify him like if there's a way to i even looked the guy's name up on facebook Mm -hmm. um i looked the guys uh uh i looked up the guys uh uh what looked like an employment card to see if he had a cell phone number listed on their website um and then there was a uh um hotel key but the hotel key um listed the name of the hotel we called the hotel they could not confirm 
if this key was active or if it was like yeah, they can't. or or if they could receive who like they can't give it belonged any of that, to. They can't give any of that out. Well, and, and I even said I I don't want this information. You can you please call the person who is attached yeah. to this card? Yeah. Do if you have a resident in your hotel with this name, I have their driver's license. If you have this person, please let them know that their their yeah. wallet's been found. You don't need to tell me anything. Absolutely. I tried calling the number on the back of the credit card to tell them, "Hey, uh uh, uh, uh who even it was a Ma- Bank of America. Hey, Bank of America, I found one of your customers' cards. I'm sure you have a contact number for them. Please call them and tell them it's been found. I'll leave it wherever. And uh, and no one would even remotely consider that. And so I'm like, that's so bizarre that they don't even want to like... Anyway, I mean, it's not bizarre. They're a major company. But um, what was even crazier was just the amount of cash that was in it. And we didn't count it all, but there was like... It was solid like hundreds 50s 20s like there was probably this dude was traveling it was a las vegas idea and we were in minneapolis it it, it was a club for sure oh quite oh yeah for sure but yeah he the the guy probably had uh over two thousand dollars in his wallet and uh you know was from las vegas in minneapolis so so we try to go to the the uh hotel and the front door is like locked because it's like 1 32 o'clock in the morning and apparently you have to have uh a key card and the key card the guy had didn't work anyway so we're like um let's uh just turn the turn the thing in and we thought to ourselves let's just take 100 bucks for turning this thing in. i'm like this guy's got so much fucking money in here yeah they're like 300 bucks but at the same time i'm like it could just be getting wiped out and so we're just like fuck it we don't need the negative karma let's not take anything out of it we take it to the uh uh, police station and we turn it in and uh with everything in it and we're like that dude's gonna get a wallet with no money in it (laughs) that dude is gonna Uh, get a wallet with no cash in it because i mean you gotta gotta imagine someone knows how to you know they take from the evidence all the time i mean i would yeah i mean i I would not be surprised but yeah so in hindsight i got a lot of the same reaction people were like dude you should have taken like each 100 bucks or something like that no and and, and i'm like ah there's a i didn't need 100 bucks you, you go you either go big or you go home like uh yeah you take it all or nothing you said you said it was bizarre uh, the only thing I thought was bizarre was all those signs from God telling you you need that money. Right? <laughs> it was like this. God came down and was like, you're not going to find him. Yeah, you know, you're, no, you're not. You know? He doesn't even exist. Yeah, he doesn't exist. Was put here for you. This, yeah. was, this was here for you. You know, like yeah, yeah. everyone that interprets signs the way they sure, want to. Sure, absolutely. Uh, when, when I approach situations like that, because I, I kind of have this uh, roulette wheel or I don't know, price is right. Uh, Cause it's all it's always different. I'm moral as fuck at times, and then other times I'm like, all right, yeah, this one's for me, you know. And if at that time it would have been like uh, cash, and then I would have tried my, I would have there's an address on that license, and I would have just mailed it back, mailed it back to him with nothing else, just ma- mailed it to that location, and at least he would have went the whole trip like i don't have money how can i get to i shouldn't have drank so much it why well, it was a finger in my butt all these things <laughs> you know but at least when they eventually she said she liked me yeah they never do like right and you finally get home and you like what's this uh opens it up hey my wallet you may go oh there was money in there but then you'd also have a brain that functions and you'd go oh yeah my I'm, money was yeah, in there. i'm sure. guessing if he left a wallet with that much cash in it that he probably wouldn't even remember if there was money in there. Or not. If you're if you're that drunk, you probably wouldn't remember. Actually, you would. Oh yeah, you yeah. would because it was either oh, yeah. one or taken out. Mm. No. So there's 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 some big gesture or movement that 
I mean, two like two G's. Like you either took out two G's or you won two G's, and you, you're gonna go. Uh, but you you have to know that was that was an L. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He shouldn't yeah. get his wallet back yeah. and that money. Yeah, he didn't. I'm sure he didn't. But at the same time. I'm not the one who took the guy's money, so yeah, no, I don't know. It's, I, 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 it's one of those things where I get what you're saying, and also like that—that that is a thing. Windfalls happen. There are stories of people who found like a hundred thousand dollars in an envelope or like a case or something. They turned it in. No one claimed it for six months or something or whatever the statute of limitations is, and they get to keep it. Like, like that—that's some real shit that has happened before. Oh, I didn't know that. Now, yeah, if someone doesn't claim it for X amount of time, like, like it's it becomes like like finders. You have to pay a tax on it and shit because the state knows about it now. Yeah, but. yeah, especially if like if there's five hundred thousand dollars missing most people are not going to go claim it because it most likely is not from a place bingo it should become yep. <laughs> i was just going to say have have, have have any of us any of us have any of you guys uh watched ozark oh yeah, yeah. so like after seeing ozark did you say yes nope all right so uh spoiler i'm here for the conversation i'm, I'm kidding no not, you're good it's, it's been out for so long that oh, it's it, not a spoiler. You spoil whatever it's it's it brought to my attention give a fuck about the people listening cleaning money mm-hmm like mm-hmm. if you run across a certain like chunk of money, you can't just deposit it. You can't a flag here, a flag there. Where'd you get this? That is a real thing. Ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That's what ran through my. That's the cutoff. So if I would took fifteen right now, grand, secret. I can't put it in my wife's account, my account. I can't even put it in AP's account. He's my best friend. Plus, he owns part of this media, right? So I'm like, what, what would I do? Is I, I'd have to pay for everything in cash. Okay, so if all of a sudden I paid off a credit card, like where'd you get the money for the credit card, right? Plus, I wouldn't be able to go back to Detroit because it's still an ongoing investigation. In Detroit, I have to go up there. Make not your this deposits week, less than ten grand. Yeah, that's uh, how you stay off that. Really? Yep. Ten grand is where they have to report it. If you deposit nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, they do not legally have to report it. Uh, they can if they if like they think it's suspicious. That's, all, that's but what, but here's the thing. That's why it's that's why it helps to have a have a rapport with your local bank. And also like it's and this is it's such a it's such a strange thing that like we would have people come in and deposit ninety nine hundred dollars. Now if you do that every day for a week, that's going to look suspicious. But a credit card company specifically. If you were to go buy prepaid cards to pay off your credit cards, not a question asked. So we know who to talk. I know who to call next time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they, <laughs> they let this brain work in, in banking, in commercial <laughs> banking. Like now working in, in the mortgage industry, it's so, yeah, there's no way that what I do, I can't, you know, have any direct contact with that. But yeah, there, there are a lot of crazy ways to to do that shit and and a lot of that is a lot of these uh internet banks that do like uh what's the one that's uh like ally was that way Mm -hmm. there's another one called uh anyway i can't remember but these uh these non-physical banks that sell these pre these refillable debit cards like i mean that's essentially what a debit card is with a checking account but like they sell these individual refilled cards, which is why one of the those are one of the biggest things that are purchased with fraud credit cards. If your credit card number gets hacked, probably the first purchase made with it is going to be gift cards at Walmart, mm-hmm. uh, because once those are purchased, you can't like you can't just re- so, rebuke that. And so. that uh, that solves the problem. Like we'll call it the twenty thousand dollar problem or something. Yeah. You start getting into like those, yeah. those higher numbers. That's when it becomes difficult because you have to clean it through a, a business like fifty thousand dollars you could you know discipline yourself and do that same thing where you buy some gift cards or you know those those things you start getting higher than that 
you you have an issue because so, you'll you'll fuck up. They used to do the casinos. Well. Casinos were huge for washing the money yep. and yep. strip clubs. Yep. yep. And so good girls, the Shaw was talking about one of their uh, tasks is to clean money for uh, for the cartel. Yeah. And one of the ways that they figure out how to do it because like they were running into all these issues. It was getting the money was getting to be so much that they were being targeted. Yeah. So they would go to like it was like a Sam's Club that was on the show, but it, it was whatever they called it, and they would go and buy a whole bunch of product. Yeah. With the money that they were was washing and then they'd take that product and return it all yep and they would get new money from it and eventually um you know there's only so many places they can go to and then and and like a pattern emerges so it's like you'd have to be as random and also uh calculated you know yeah where you're every single thing you do you just know like uh what's the phrase uh, Black Phillip on the on a Black Phillip uh, show. Patrice O'Neill, Dante Nero. Dante Nero would say like when he lies, he lies for fifteen years out. Yeah. So it's like if if my favorite color is blue and I'm lying, like it's fifteen years down the line that lie is gonna like last. If you can think out to that where every move you make is calculated, yeah. you're not doing anything random. You know, it's all calculated. You probably can. Oh, so you mean the government? Uh, I don't even think that. I, because I, I, think, it's, I think it's above government. Because yeah. The, yeah. Because the, the, gover- I'll, I'll the government that. employs people. Mm-hmm. That's why I think they can't do stuff like that. Yeah. Like, pe- people are a, a, a weakness and a reliability. You know, one person can think that far. Meaning, like, if I'm lying about all of this now, in my head, believing it, keeping track of everything that I just said previously, I, I can do that. I can't have a wife and like kids do the same thing, right? Because there's there's gonna be some type of uh, disconnect, oopsie, you know, yeah. like like something. Every single move. It's really interesting that you say that because I think that hits the nail on the head with I think what Nick and I are talking about when it comes to the role of uh, communication that is not necessarily from a specific secret society but is the type of communication that is done in a secret society people as a whole and those around certain people yeah they can't act in this whole like flowing way yeah. but if you have an individual mm-hmm. and you have tasked individuals that are unified by a single agenda we'll call it mm-hmm. and this group of individuals are all acting as leaders as well yeah or or just or just influential roles in general yeah. if they all happen to be tied into this same lie and, and and i'm saying not the entire i'm i'm saying a group of if there's a thousand people 300 or less across the planet yeah um that these people individually are keeping those sorts of lies and thoughts up at a global level the same people that influence uh policy the same people who influence uh um, fashion oh well the same people who influence entertainment the top um, of anything exactly the thing that influences people exactly because all these like like uh policy uh fashion entertainment all these things it's all people manipulation anyway yeah and also like even if these people aren't in a single group even if they are all acting on their own individual agendas there's gonna be some overlap, and people yeah. and people that are that looking far forward and playing that sort of five D chess are gonna be able to find those people 
uh, work with them and or capitalize on what they do as well to, to, to make it benefit them. And that's just how all these institutions have developed over the years. Yeah. And I think that's where the pyramid symbolism comes from because there's got to be a point at the top that circulates down to the rest of it. And I, I think that, that's, that, that what you said just there makes a lot of sense to me in, in kind of, um, you know, the idea that we talk about. And yeah, it gets, you know, yeah, the Illuminati. I think that's just kind of a, a word and an allegory that, that for just the group of powerful influencers in the world's institutions that, you know, maybe don't realize what they what they do, the power that they do have, actually. Yeah, well, that, that, that's what they do as well, because the word Illuminati, when it, when it first originated in, back in the 1700s, it, it was math and science against the church. That's it. There, there was no sorcery. There was no demons. They, they were actually going against that ideology. They, they want people to, um, you know, hey, you can mathematically and you can um, scientifically come to a conclusion without saying, oh, well, I have faith it's going to end up this way. Yeah. And you don't have to believe, uh, you know, and be persecuted by the church and, and pay them money over time so that you can live in this. Area. You don't have to do that. So that whole dynamic around the word illuminati was then taken over 300 years of manipulations and stories of three four hundred years and then it comes you know around 2000s or so and it comes back and now they use it as a demonization because mm -hmm. the church has already demonized the word ever since they started fighting against it mm -hmm. and that's what they do is they find where it's it's similar to how they find um uh people that can be easily influenced they look for people who are in hard times they look for um you know places like flint michigan where there's very little good water where there was um yeah there's not the poverty rate there is is much higher than most places so people will be willing to maybe do a little bit more than they would before and like that that is the kind of stuff that they look for they look for things that can be easily manipulated targets that are already fragile that have already got a little break in the ice and all that needs a real good knock and then everything just starts to go and if you pair that with some sort of knowledge of you know the power of intent or alchemy like you know back in the day like like when it was you know we uh, uh, science and math versus the church. Like the church demonized the science and math because they didn't understand that what they thought was demonic alchemy was simply chemistry, and was you know these people are making these crazy potions to take away these things when you need to pray this disease out of you, and it's like no, actually they're just trying to create medicine, and it's like, <laughs> and so um, you know now we're in this place where um, where you know we talked about this a lot where there's a the, you know. That there's almost like a, well, almost like a, uh, a cult of science. Like, like, like science needs to be questioned as, as much as anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially when you have people at the same level of uh, um, study in a certain medical field that are disagreeing directly on a topic. Just because some medical journal is like, we're going to publish this one, but not this one, doesn't make this one not valid. Now, if they come out and say there's a reason why this theory is, is, you know different thing then that should be published as well in that same journal and so like it's it's very interesting how now we're in a place where we're like okay we need to question science but it's like it's almost like the reverse thing people are starting to get back into intuition away from just this calculated sort of like you know uh everything is like we're over calculated everything is controlled by algorithms our stoplights are created by 
by trends of traffic. Our, our, you know, roads are being developed just because of trends of flow, the same yeah. way our cities are being developed. And it's like, you know, now people are switching from um, that over-calculated science math world, which always will always be a major tool of, of, a, of a modern civilization. And I'm not saying that's the case, but we can't take intuition out of it either. There's got to be that yin and yang. Yeah. And so now I think we're just seeing that pendulum kind of swing and back and forth. And, you know, hopefully it settles in a in a nice middle place. I mean, that's kind of where you got to be. Well, not, not, not with the Great Reset coming. That's yeah. not... What's the Great Reset? Uh, Klaus Schwab is the, uh, uh, I believe, the... World Economic Forum. He's, yeah, he's the director of the board um, for the World Economic Forum. And he put out a book called... Um, called COVID-19, The Great Reset. Mm -hmm. And uh, it basically is outlining how um, fallout and uh, um, uh, things that changed from COVID-19 are going to be implemented moving forward and how thing and and it, it essentially predetermining the quote-unquote new normal and the map for the new normal. Yeah. And um, the, the very basis, like just if I could sum it down into like a sentence, it's essentially everything is going to be subscription based. You won't own anything. Everything will own you essentially. So all these trends and all these AI algorithms, it's telling people what they like and it's getting people used to, you know, when you're scrolling on um, Best Buy app or when you're scrolling yep. on Facebook and you get a, oh man, there's a jujitsu gi for sale. Oh, I didn't even know I wanted that, but it's at a really good price. So I'm going to take it now. And then that just continues to happen over time. And then every time you see a sale on a jujitsu gi it just this reward system goes off in your brain and you, you think oh I, I gotta get it because it's on sale like that's that's the whole basis of them owning you it's it's that it's that psychological pattern of of it, constantly bombarding you with information well, and hold on it, 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 it's not gonna happen you know what, why? Wait, what's and, not gonna happen until the older generation is gone there's no way because i work in a lot of rural places Yep, and the rural places are still ten to fifteen years behind where we are oh, in yeah. this room. Yeah, right for sure. They won't conform. They won't. Uh, now Delta variant, like take I take care of that. But yeah. see, that's where my theory was. I know it was kind of mean. Well, but it's very there's, honest though. Uh, listen, I mean, statistically, nothing, it's not mean. incorrect. So yeah, my, my, my theory about, on the coronavirus yeah. was this, right? Because I buy everything on my phone. Yeah. Right? This in phone, phone. We all we do everything on our phone, right? I'm 41. You guys are in your 20s, right? 32. Yeah. 32 32 yeah 40 okay so we we've adapted as 40 year olds like okay we're gonna yep. we're gonna stay ahead right my wife has just in this room alone you know i'm i'm big on technology right yeah. but my mother can't operate a smartphone yep which means when she lost her debit card her whole world shut down yep she doesn't have cable she doesn't have wi-fi um and so and everybody that lives in that community same thing yep they all they just live off satellite TV, mm -hmm. but they they can still be controlled. Obviously, when they watch TV or whatever. As my mom, my wife called my mom called me. God, I love mom. I love you. I hope you know this. She said a black lady had been killed at the Brownstown jail. I was like, oh, that, that's that's too bad to hear. What happened? They're like, well, they don't know. She's like, I heard Black Lives Matters is coming. I was like, I guess, oh my and I stopped what? her. I stopped her. What, like, what, like, because it's very close to Louisville, where where there was a very where um, Taylor was yeah. her last name was. Oh yes, yeah, Bri Brianna. I was Taylor. like, Mom, where did you hear this? She's like, around the neighborhood. I was like, so you and a bunch of old white people are sitting around smoking cigarettes, talking about how um, 
Black Lives is coming. Cause coming someone, to get you? Well, they were going to come to get you. There's, there coming. Was, there's coming. I was like, Mom, you know it's you know, you know you can't always believe everything. That's the yeah. only time she's ever got caught up in propaganda. Yeah. But until we get rid of those older people who won't pay with their smartphone, my mom still pays in cash. When she gets her, S, her retirement check, she takes it out and carries it as cash. Yeah. Well, I mean, with that, with your theory, it is only a matter of time. Then we can sure. advance forward, though, because I'm 40 and everybody behind me, my sons are eight, 18, 17, 16. Yeah. They're on the same path with, with technology, right? Yep. Our, our We started to technology boom with video games. Yep. Once we could figure out video games and then computers, then we obviously were, oh, more technology, more technology. But when I go to these rural towns like um, uh, Mexico, Nebraska, New Mexico, uh, Kansas or whatever. Yeah. Different world, man. It's a yeah. different world. Oh, for sure. And like my 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 grandma like for briefly considered getting a smartphone. I'm like no. No one in the family needs that. I went like, back to on. the flip phones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I I know I've seen a few people recently with flip phones just because it was an option and they're like I would just rather do all this on my computer. I don't want to have that in my hands all the time. So well, I was burning th- I was burning through $1500 iPhones because I was on it so much. So I just I bought two burner phones from work and yeah. <laughs> carry them with me. Plus the other thing is I was giving a lot of crazy people my phone number for interviews. One person called me at one in the morning and said, "Why are you calling my girl?" I said, I, <laughs> "True story. I really need better life choices." <laughs> I said, "I said, sir, what?" He's like, "Why are you calling my girl?" I was like, "Sir, I don't know who your girl is." I said, "I've been married forty years." Yeah, it's like I'm not calling your girl. He goes. Her name is blah blah blah, and I was like, uh, I was like, I think I called her for a job interview. She's like, oh my bad, man. Uh, what time you want to set up the interview? I was like, oh, uh, never click. Jesus, yeah, no, yeah. Like, Why would you? Yeah, no, I would have said, I would have said never, and then what else do you have? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 never. Now argue that I've never been yeah, threatened yeah. as a recruiter for giving someone a job if <laughs> trying to get someone a job. Yeah, but, that's and, funny. And argue, as hell. No, man, you got to give her a job. Really think about what you're saying, bro. Yeah, man. You, no, you really you got think it. you think this is really like like argue, she only shot her baby daddy. Yeah, like yeah. arguing with a <laughs> uh, a referee. Like yeah. like like come on, you cocksucker, motherfucker. Oh, now that you said cocksucker, <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Okay, that's right. Uh, you straightened me out. Thanks be, for showing me the error of my I ways. Said, when I said traveling, never mind. Yeah. What? Uh, this fuck out of here. And I know this is a change of subject, but I had a conversation about this with somebody else. And while obviously it it does get annoying that that whole like people can they not understand like it, it is just a show like what's just a show sports now it's 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 basically the wwe now like it's it's still like you still have athletes out there and you still have people yep. that are you know lebron james but yep. they're not changing a referee's mind nope the yeah. soccer players i love soccer soccer players yeah. falling down that's not doing anything well in the nba not- though they will watch every time it's one of the superstars complain they will get one of the next two calls yeah. they they get it like that because that for the most part the most wwe about right it. It, it's it's it, it's this whole like it, all the people in sports could not figure out why vince mcmahon was making so much money how the fuck did how is donald trump on wwe making money like if donald trump's on there and he's a money like how how is all the and everybody 
as soon as the WWE started, mm. went from WWF to WWE, you could see a difference in all sports. Look at what they're doing in baseball. Well, yeah. They're but changing they the way baseball? baseballs are made. They're well, changing the way bats are made. Baseball's awful, awful marketing their yeah. athletes. We talked For about sure. that. Yeah, we talked but about that But what happened was is the NBA started marketing their players, and then Vince McMahon... I'm a huge wrestling nerd, so he would market his top stars, but he still got a cut of every T-shirt, yep. of every appearance. He even got some, and then he made his own movie production company, so he yep. would put them in, and he would get money off of that. Yeah, and they're not bad movies. No, no, he, I'm saying he's, he, he, those names, yeah. that's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, The Rock? Yeah, I'm sure you've heard, uh, you've heard some interviews where, like, I think The Rock talked about it, so if it says uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson... And it's some movie. There are checks going to Vince. Yep, that's why he goes by Dwayne Johnson. But if they, but but if you hear the if, Rock, if you if it says Dwayne, the you know like yeah. if you make a reference to it, that's crazy. So it it is everything everything we talked about. It's all like people manipulation. Mm-hmm. Now, um, if we were talking about like it's eventually going to go to it because I don't like I don't like being sold. I right. don't. I, I'm I'm quick to uh, un- don't email me don't don't th- I'm just tired of these calls these emails I'm tired of something trying to predict like if I search for something now it's like popping up in some Facebook thing I don't like I don't like any of that because I like to choose what I like to yeah. choose yeah uh, hey if you uh um get a punch card you'll get a keep it if you sign up for our points program keep it i don't need yeah. that in incentivization you know and we're we're losing the plot to all that so like when the older generation kicks the bucket i'm still going to be around trying to encourage individuals to just have their own thoughts yeah that's the reason why you are an comedy. individual you, well, you, you you are yep. an individual in a part of a society a society doesn't exist without individuals there seems to be this disconnect between you're either an individualist or you're a community uh, minded person you can be both you cannot have an optimal community without optimized people and so you know if if you can't be the best you can be i mean whether this is your relationship your sports team your work team your your podcast team your comedy troupe your whatever your group of friends if you can't be the best that you can be or even attempt to do that you know, i mean some people try their hardest and it just doesn't work out and that's a thing but like if you don't even attempt to be the best person you can be the group will suffer in 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 a whole and i think that's a that's an important thing to and and it comes to comedy scenes too we talked about this a lot this weekend yep. you know you, it takes all kinds of kinds you can't build you can't build um comedy scenes around a lot of people who just sit in in an echo chamber mm-hmm. if you sit in an echo chamber you're never going to have funny observations you're never going to have funny points of view and you're never going to push any envelope if you never push the envelope you'll never get somewhere new yeah. you'll eventually stop being funny absolutely all right i think that's actually a great spot to wrap up i do want to go through two quick videos real quick um i saw this thing uh, scrolling through instagram and i saw this video it just gets me really hype and i want to uh share it with everybody this was a uh, trombone um back and forth uh 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 first of all i need to go to an hpc football game just for the bands um i didn't realize they got this hype but black this, expo in india is, is fantastic yeah i that. need to get i need to check that out for sure and this is i'm not sure does it say which college it is 
It just says BC um, Homecoming Edition. Okay. This is uh, a song called Black and Blues, and this is uh, just the trombone section of the school band, and it is just so dope. I've never heard trombone played like this before. Man, I've just, I've never heard that much soul get put into a trombone before. There was, Maybe I just haven't dove into enough trombone there was players no before. no commentary but. needed during that. that yeah, was, that I, was, I got chills. Like just because, I mean. You drop a mic after that. I didn't right. know you could do vibrato on a on a uh, trombone. I yeah. thought it was just all like like solid notes. It's and a, The, uh, the yeah. football team uh, on, the, on the away team, they should just pack up and leave. And that's yeah. exactly what, the, yeah, they, like, they were all like, get out. Like, that was the last uh, song of the battle, so I'm sure they probably no, packed fuck, up. I don't, I don't mean the other trombone. I'm talking about the football <laughs> team. They walk off you the field. Go. They're like, damn, We're not playing. We don't lost that, man. We lost, dog. Like, yeah, yeah. like dog, we, we got can't the, do that. We got yeah. the top quarterback out here, dog. But so guess what, man? That dude on trombone, dog. <laughs> Pack it up. We gone, man. And we ain't going to play no more football uh, no more, man. We out yeah. here, man. Absolutely. Jay, tell everyone where they can find you, buddy. Um, On this couch, trying to get parts. <laughs> In my mouth. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, let's see. I, I think the website is www.jhunterexperience.com. All spelled, you know, the right way, J-Y. Uh, Instagram, jhuntercomedy. Facebook, jhuntercomedy. Uh Good. I tagged you in the right. I I, I just guessed there was. It's weird, man. I I I lost the login to my other Instagram account. Not that it was. It was the one that was getting the, the most like you know traction or whatever. And it was a uh, Hey Junter or whatever. But I got a new phone. Couldn't log back in because I signed up for that Instagram account with like a college uh, uh, email. 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 Yeah. And and Instagram in its uh, loveliness doesn't have like a tech support. Yeah, it's you have a. If you are an influencer, we'll review your case and think about it. If you're not, there's a door. Yeah, and also there's your own two fingers that you can shove directly up your ass. <laughs> Good 
for it, them. But they, but at the end of it, they said, "Thank you. Have a nice day." And no, no, like, there was no, it, there it was, was nothing. That have was a, nice a Reddit. Day. That was a Reddit message. I'm saying there's not even a click to get a hold of a person type yeah. thing. It's yeah. a too it's, bad. Create another account. Yeah. 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 Well, shit. Well, go, go follow at J Hunter Comedy and see him wherever he may be in your area. Yep. Um, definitely worth the trip. Um, and uh, for BJ, I greatly appreciate you being here. Uh, Nick, as always, where can they find you? In Oaks 55, all social media. All right. Uh, and you can find me at Uncle Buck's house. Um, the next uh, heads up to everybody, August 4th, we will not be having an Uncle Buck's comedy hour. Uh, some scheduling issues came up, so we will be taking that night off. Uh, please go support the local comedians that are in the uh, uh, Indiana's Funniest Community median competition going on at helium comedy club some uh regulars at the uncle bus comedy hour are going to be competing in that they are going down to the semifinals. i believe the finals will be next weekend um or the weekend after i believe um but uh check that out and uh we will be back with on august 18th with emily davis from bloomington closing out our show um on uh, august the 18th and then august the 19th you can find me in uh uh lafayette August 22nd, I'll be in Bloomington at the Hoppy Wobbles show. And then on September the 2nd, I am going to be on the dog show at Metazoa Brewing Company. So um, check me out. Obviously, uh, Uncle Buck's Comedy Hour is happening all the time at UBH Presents for all the updated comedy shows and uh, all that fun stuff. Jay, I want to thank you so much for coming in again. And uh, we are going to go out to Black Catholics. Uh, I need more. Have a good one, y'all. This video is nuts. I haven't seen this video. There's so much allegory in it.
this video.